welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I am Kevin Prendeville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our children, we're losing an entire generation. Now, today, as always, we'll be diving headfirst into controversial subjects, undaunted by political correctness. So, Lizzie Warren took a DNA test last week, and it was proven that she had about um, one in 1,024 uh, of her heritage was Cherokee or Indian, whatever. Even, but even the uh, Cherokee Nation themselves have released a statement that, that condemns her. And it would be rather comical if it didn't describe part of the crime of the century. So the issue, obviously, is affirmative action. You see, Elizabeth Warren didn't become Indian. Uh, and, I, and I remember because I was actually on, in Massachusetts, I was running... Uh, uh, or part of a, a campaign to get a man named John Golnick elected, and he was endorsed by Scott Brown, who was the incumbent and who Elizabeth Warren was going to uh, destroy just because it's Massachusetts and she's a Democrat and she's not Martha Coakley, so there she goes. Regardless, um, really what happened with, with Elizabeth Warren, it's funny, uh, she didn't become, uh, didn't write at all that she was Indian until she had the opportunity to go to Harvard. Now, at Harvard, they need a certain amount of diversity there, right? Because it can't be all people with merit and money, and you, can, you don't want to have too many people in Harvard that are just there on IQ. So she writes in that she's a Indian or Cherokee or whatever, and, and they championed her as the first Indian woman, or I mean, you know, Native American, First Nation peoples, Indian, whatever they are, Native Indians, um, but but they would champion her as the first uh, Harvard Law uh, professor that, or uh, yeah, Indian professor or something like that, and uh, she towed the line perfectly. Obviously, she's on the left and she's an Indian, but uh, really, what it gets down to is there was no, uh, and I don't know, maybe maybe she is, she's obviously a, a smart political player. She knows how to kind of work the system and work those who believe on the, le uh, the, the, the left side of politics. So I'm not saying she's an idiot, but, you know, at Harvard, you're going up against the best of the best, or so they say. And so there might have been people who were more qualified on merit than her, but she wrote down she was an Indian. So naturally, that means that she gets put ahead of other people who are more oppressed. Now, if somebody said they were uh, German or French or whatever, um, because their skin is not the right color, then you know they may get demoted or, or put down. Now, the funny thing is uh, here, and this goes back to affirmative action, is uh, the lawsuit over Harvard discriminating against Asian people. And essentially, they don't allow, or they low, uh, they let only a very small percentage of Chinese people get in here. And this does actually have historical background, not at Harvard, but there used to be, they would do this a lot with Jewish people. Um, they would even discriminate against Irish people and stuff. But um, with the Jewish population, um, they had a lot of these uh, at universities where you only wanted a small amount of Jewish population because of the fears, the anti-Semitic fears, really, that the... Uh, the, the Jews would take over the university or something like that. So the, the, it's, not, it's nothing new, it's just a different group. 
and they said, oh, the whole thing would just be Asians and there would be no diversity. Well, uh, Harvard, if, 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 if it's please the crown, I think Harvard would need some diversity of thought and not just your skin color because that seems un-American. We had this guy called Martin Luther King and he didn't like the fact that we were judging people based on color and I think he was right. And so the idea that that would still exist at one of our most prestigious colleges is absurd. But now in the academic institution itself, it makes sense. You want, you know, if you're going to play the identity politics game and the oppression Olympics of, um, you know, we need to promote people who have been oppressed because a hundred years ago, you know, something terrible things happened uh, to that group. So if you're going to play that game, you need to you need to promote people of a certain group. But this is the trouble you get into. You're discriminated against Asians. Uh, somebody can say that they're Indian and now you know they're above somebody else. W what happened to what happened to merit? What happened to the idea that I'm better than you at a certain task, and because that task is needed, uh, I have hold more value than the other person. That's not to say that they're a terrible person or I'm great. That just means that I have a skill set that's needed. What's the problem in that? If 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 everybody at Harvard was Asian, so there'd be uh, probably communist Chinese and uh, you know uh, conservative. Well, other Chinese who hate the communists who come over here because they hate the communists and, you know, they send their best and brightest to Harvard. What's the problem with that? You know, and, 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 and they talk about, oh, we need a certain percentage of black people, a certain percentage of white people. What does the color of your skin have to do with any of this? And it, it's funny how the argument has shifted because when I was in school, um, in, in public school, again, in Massachusetts, a lot of the times, especially later in high school where this story comes from, um, Lizzie Warren was the was the senator, and um, we'd we'd always talk about how you know we need more diversity. We need to be more diverse. Diversity is strength, but that can only exist right if you think differently. Because if somebody like me comes along and says, "Well, everyone you know has a different skill set. Everyone has a different background and different experiences that can generate a different view on the world." and give them different ideas. And some of those ideas are valid and some are not. And we'll take the ones that are and add them to this crock pot. Well, that's racist because I decided, well, we're not 20, quite 23% black. We're not 21% white. Somehow, some, somehow that, makes, that makes me the racist because you know, we want the people to think differently. Or uh, the, uh, that, that idea alone is it's just kind of, so it skews you out a little bit. Like, you know, we can't be put into a mathematical equation, uh, our skin color at least, and, and spit out something that's productive. Um, now, affirmative action in itself, for that reason, affirmative action, I think, um, is a little bit racist in and of itself. And, you know, are you sure that if you say, oh, we gotta be 30, we gotta be 10% more black, you're going to go and pick out, you know, somebody who's black. I mean, are you sure you're even picking the smartest black person that you could have? Or are you just saying, ah, your skin color is dark, I'm picking you. And, and that sounds terrible. You know, what I just said, I don't like what I just said, but to get in the mind of someone who is in admissions and to have to say that is, is terrible. Um, but 
but, but, but it's exactly what happens. You wouldn't, if, if it didn't, you wouldn't have this lawsuit on your hands. Um, and now maybe affirmative action um, is necessary in the 70s, you know, when you still had some of the, some, some of the old prejudices were still around and you couldn't necessarily guarantee that, that somebody would do what the law requires, which is why you have uh, like the 14th Amendment for the right to vote and all this stuff because you had to make sure that people in that, who were coming out of a different past, you had to make sure that they adapted to the new, the new laws and they changed. So I can understand affirmative action in the 70s, maybe, you know, 80, 81. But after that, at this point, you know, we have, we are really uh, a, a generation and we have the mindset that, that racism is bad, which is great. And it's, it's really the first time probably since the uh, medieval era, since, you know, slavery was really promulgated by the Ottomans. It's probably the first time since that that we've had returned to that mindset. That's great. But we need to actually act on it. We need to understand that, no, not you aren't going to get a perfect percentage of all these different people. Um, and that's not racist. What's racist is barring good people from getting a position because of what they look like. And it's a shame that we have to say it, but, you know, it's part of the crime of the century.